Hey, how is everyone doing? No, really, how are you? Luckily, I've had a couple of really nice days exploring a local trail, away from others, of course, and it's really helped me this week. Today it's rainy, but I've spotted this robin outside my window where I record, and I'm reminded to slow down, be present, and appreciate the little things. Today, you're going to meet Liesl Bailey in this On the Trail segment. Liesl and her husband Dave are attempting to hike the CDT this year to complete their Triple Crown. As their start date approaches, there's a huge uncertainty in the air about whether they will get to start their hike as planned. Liesl shares her thoughts on grieving, finding grace, and staying positive in the time of the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, I'm here with Liesl Bailey. Thanks for joining me today, Liesl. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So first, uh, for the listeners, why don't we tell them a little bit about who you are and where you're calling from today? Like, where are you, where are you located right now? I am in Charleston, South Carolina, so where the weather's nice and we have, at the moment, closed beaches, but we have beaches and um, beautiful weather for the most part, which makes this special time that we're all living in at least nice to be able to get outside away from people. That's true. And uh, yesterday here in Michigan, it snowed, so oh. <laughs> it 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 melted very quickly. But we did have like it it was on the ground, definitely. You know, like at least a little, like maybe almost an inch or something. It covered everything, but um, so so much different. But definitely reminded me that you know winter is fickle, and uh, just because <laughs> the calendar says spring doesn't mean that it will always reflect that true statement. Yeah, that is absolutely, absolutely true. So why don't we just give a little bit of a overview of your hiking background? Are you a um, long distance hiker? Just tell people a little bit mm -hmm. about yourself. Sure. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I did not start out at, as a long distance hiker, kind of morphed into that for me. Um, I started out hiking peaks, mostly um, 14 or so mountains over 14,000 feet with my now husband back when we were in college. Um, so spent a lot of time peak bagging, I guess. And um, we did a few short backpacking trips here and there to get to some of the more remote 14ers in Colorado. Um, and then we did a lot of um, peaks on the East Coast, the 6,000 foot peaks when we lived um, near Asheville, North Carolina. And just things kind of morphed into wanting to um, try something more, I guess, life-altering <laughs> seems like a good term. But um, we hiked the John Muir Trail in 2012. And at that point, I did not realize that I was on a thru-hike, but it, technically it is. And then we went for the Appalachian Trail in 2016, hiked that northbound and hiked the Colorado Trail in 2017 after a failed southbound attempt of the PCT. And then this past year in 2019, we successfully completed the Pacific Crest Trail. Um, we did a flip-flop due to some of the higher snow in the Sierra portion, but um, we did complete the whole trail, in, I guess, now last year in 2019. So I um, have a few through-hiking miles under my belt along with some, some peaks along the way, but it's been a journey. I've got to ask you then, since you did the AT and then successfully said this past year, the PCT, are you wanting to do the Triple Crown? 
Absolutely. That is um, that has certainly been the long term goal. I would say it wasn't always the goal. The goal was just let's see if we can successfully complete a long distance through hike. And once that we successfully completed the Appalachian Trail, the PCT looked ever promising. But it took us about two, almost three years, I guess, from when we finished the AT to complete the PCT. Um, and then we were like, well, I guess we should go for the CDT. Um, we, we love, we've been, have visited many of the portions like the Wind River Range, Glacier, we've hiked the Colorado Trail. So we've seen a lot of the CDT, but I want to piece it together through the country. Um, and that is slash was the plan for this year, um, until life became a bit more uncertain. So right now our continental divide through hike is on hold. So as we're recording this, it's uh it's March twenty fourth. So yes. um so when were you considering like when would a and you would be doing I guess just for me understanding mm-hmm. the CDT were you would you be going northbound or southbound? Yes, our um original plan is is or was to go northbound. Okay. To do a northbound hike starting on April the twenty ninth. Okay, and that starts. Is it, um, where is the, the southern terminus? There are a couple of them, but the most common and most popular one is the Crazy Cook Monument, and that's at the New Mexico-Mexico border. So there's a couple of New Mexico-Mexico border places where you can start, but that is the most common. So I've heard the CDT is one of those choose-your-own-adventure <laughs> type yeah. so that really is true, right? <laughs> yes, it is 100% true. The more and more we've looked at the trail and looked at the gut hook guide app. It's, I mean, there's, there's alternates all over the place. So, so in thinking that, um, like you said, it was about, um, was it April 29th? You said, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like a month away. So Mm -hmm. I know that the ATC, so the Appalachian trail conservancy and the Pacific crest trail association, the PCTA have both put out advisories to say, please, don't do a through hike or postpone your plans or even your section hike. Um, even, um, I think it was even yesterday, Appalachian Trail Conservancy was uh, telling people not to even day hike yes, on I the AT. Yeah. So has the CDT come out with anything to your knowledge? They have. They've come out with a similar statement, um, just recommending that hikers either postpone or cancel their hikes um, w- while we're in this uncertain time period until there's more direction. And I know weather is such a big consideration. So, uh, you know, on the timing of when you can complete it and, uh, you know, to get through the mountain ranges and, and things like that. So, like, what is the latest, really, that you could start on the CDT? Um, that would depend on the hiker, so, but, <laughs> yeah. obviously. But for me, my husband and I have discussed this ad nauseum at this point as to how far we feel comfortable pushing out a northbound through hike. Um, I would say for us, I wouldn't want to go further than maybe like the 10th through the 12th of May to go northbound. We started our PCT hike um, on May the 21st, and that was a pretty late start date. And that, um, I mean, we ended up flip-flopping, so we thought we might have a little bit more time um, to play with the weather window. But that still, it just led for a um, more stressful through-hike than I had wanted because we were constantly watching the clock. We were, you know, begging winter to hold off just a little bit longer. Um, So because of that, I would say 
middle of May for a, a CDT northbound hike um, would be the latest I would want to push it. But I mean, there always are the options of, you know, starting in the middle and doing a non-traditional flip-flop or going southbound as well. Now, I know not everyone also has the flexibility um, mm-hmm. in their, you know, they saved up money, they, you know, quit their jobs, they could have, you know, sold their homes or sublet and then you know they're just all these types of scenarios uh, you know are playing out and uh, like you said every hiker is different and Mm -hmm. every story is different um what kinds of uh i guess what are you seeing out there with your fellow um cdt you know 2020 would be through hikers what's the community what's what's the vibe right now I think one of the most beautiful things is the compassion that I've seen from the hiking community for each other, whether it's starting any one of the three hikes, whether you're a new long distance hiker or you're a season long distance hiker. It seems like for the, for the most part, people are saying, you know, I'm so sorry that this is happening to you right now. And it's so hard. Hard. You're, you, you know, you've, like you said, you've put a job on hold or you've quit a job or you've sold a home or you're an international traveler who's trying to get to the United States to do this for this one season and now you can't. And I just think that there's the hiking community has done a really good job of holding space to let people grieve their hikes really well. And I think that that's beautiful. It's something that I've needed even as we, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with our hike at this point. I have hope that we will still be able to do something, but I'm also having to grieve the fact that it's most likely not going to happen the way I anticipated. And I think we just need to be really tender and kind to each other to say that everyone grieves differently and everyone processes uncertainty so different. That is so we just need to hand out grace like candy is another podcast I listen to. That's what they've been saying is let's just throw out and hand out grace like candy. Yeah, that's a very struggling and everyone's having a hard time. Yeah, (laughs) I think what I'm really learning is, like you said, everyone processes things different, grieves differently, and reacts differently. And when you're kind of in a bubble, like in the sense of, you know, reading something on social media, you know, looking at a Facebook post, looking at a, you know, a caption or someone's comment, you really have got to take that step back and say, okay, I don't know where this person is coming from. I don't know their situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so what are some things and and I think this is good advice for whether and probably, you know, whether they're planning a through hike um, like you are or just, you know, in disrupting, you know, other hiking plans that a lot of people have. What Mm -hmm. are some things that that you might, you know, recommend, I guess, from your own experience of trying to uh, to work through this? Yeah, no, I think um, one of the things that we've been trying to our best to do here in our home is to, like I said, hold hold grief and give it time, give it space, but also don't be afraid to pivot. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to say, I may not get what I was hoping for, but what what can be my my plan B, C and D? And know that none of those may come to pass, but that there is there will be a time when trails will be open again. There will be a time when we will be able to leave our homes, hopefully sooner than later. And and what can I look forward to? Um, And I think that that even that means even today, I think it's really easy to get stuck 
um, I struggle with anxiety and it, it's very easy for me to get stuck looking forward and being worried about what's going to happen next week or next month. Um, but saying like today is the only day that I get my present situation is the only one that I have. So how do, how do I live joyfully today? Is it that I get to go on a walk and look around and see the beautiful flowers that are flowering here in South Carolina? Is it the fact that, you know, I get to sit by a lake near my home and enjoy being outside because I wouldn't normally have this opportunity on a Tuesday to do so. Um, and, and be okay with the fact that this situation is just what we have and try to be grateful for the things that, that are around you while also being sure that you let yourself feel those hard feelings. Cause if we don't feel the hard feelings, they're not going anywhere. They're going to come back. So oh, I think yeah. that's really and important. Tenfold, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what um, I find is yeah. that when you let something bottle up and not experience it and let it, you know, let yourself be in those feelings that it's, it's going to come back and bite you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one other thing too, that, um, I would say like, take a deep breath and don't feel like you have to make a decision right now. Cause we've been battling like, well, do I need to cancel my flights? Do I need to cancel my shuttle to, to the crazy cook monument? Do I need to do those things? And to say, wait a minute, we've been in this situation for one week here in my state. I was at work last Tuesday. It's Tuesday today. So it's been one week. It, and my, my flight is not for, you know, four or five more weeks. Let's take a minute, take a deep breath, take our foot off the gas and not make any big decisions right now. Because I think there's so much panic and uncertainty going on that we feel like maybe if we make decisions, it will make us feel like we're in more control than we really are. When maybe we just need to sit in this kind of messy middle and, and, and let it keep going until we actually get to a point where a decision is necessary for our hike. And that's where we're sitting right now is just, well, we're here. And this is this is where we are. And we're going to wait until we have to make a decision. I like your thought, too, on having the plan B, C, and D, uh, kind of putting some thought around that. So you had mentioned that potentially, you know, there's other things you could start later, like maybe mm -hmm. into May, you could uh, do some kind of flip-flop, do, you know, different kind of... Uh, you know, a strategy of maybe, you know, sectioning it up even of places you can hike. So have you, uh, what kinds of things have you kind of identified as your alternatives right now or if any? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, <laughs> we are the extra planner type. We have to like, we have to chill out to not be those people. So we have, you know, 17 contingency plans, <laughs> so, <laughs> but a few of them, um, we thought about, you know, like starting in the middle of the CDT um, at the beginning of June, if possible, and going from like Rollins, Wyoming up through to the Canadian border and potentially linking that with the Great Divide Trail into Canada. I believe it's six or 700 miles into Canada. So it wouldn't complete the whole CDT, but we would get half of it plus the GDT, which is spectacular and would be amazing. Or we could potentially southbound the CDT starting in July. Or if we, you know, if Financial, like financially, we just can't swing it because of however things go down here in the next few weeks or months. We could stay here and work um, through the rest of the summer and potentially pick up and go hike um, the long trail in September and the AZT in October, um, the Arizona oh, trail. Both. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all trails nice. that we want to do. So, I mean, none of them are bad options. They just look very different than what we thought our life was going to look like. 
Yeah, there's, I just think that there's plenty of opportunity for wonderful trail out there um, in any season. So Lisa, your positive attitude about this, I think, is a great example for other hikers and uh, for anyone who's, you know, um, whether they're in the same boat from a thru-hike perspective um, or just in this, like you said, the messy middle, right, of uh, <laughs> of just our own kind of smaller hike plans or just kind of not really knowing, you know, what what's going to happen next. So I would definitely, um, I would love to check back in with you as uh, as it gets closer to your start date and see um, yeah. what's happening and and we can uh, and we can inform the listeners as well. Absolutely, I would love that. Yes. So, thank you so much for introducing uh, yourself to the listeners and uh, being part of of this on the trail series that I'm doing on the on Sundays now. And also look forward to diving deeper uh, into your story so we can learn more about uh, your hiking. Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, it's been great to, to work through this interesting time with you. Thanks again for listening today. Check the show notes for ways to connect with Liesl. Tune in every Sunday for On the Trail. Voices from the hiking community sharing hikes, stories, and inspiration.